are pretty convinced at this point that this house oh. is haunted. <laughs> it is haunted. <laughs> I'm telling you, like last night was a big confirmation of that. Okay, tell so, the people. So we were laying in bed last night and our fire alarms in our house have never gone off ever, like never mistriggered or anything. Yeah. And last night they went off so loudly and it scared, first of all, the fuck out of us. We we're just laying there. Yeah, that's. And then <laughs> we get up and start trying to turn them off and the animals are all freaking out. Aww. Lily was like, like doing this low pitched whine, like just wander, like walking oh, really low. So freaked out. It was so loud that I couldn't, I was trying to talk to Josh and I couldn't even hear my <laughs> own words. It was that loud. Like my ears were going numb. And it was oh. probably like five minutes of it straight. We were running around the house trying to figure out how to turn it off and it would not disable through our breaker. So we like literally turned off our panel and it was still going. Dude. Then it just randomly fucked. shut off. It was so weird. So we go back to hanging out watching The Bachelor <laughs> or Bachelorette. Hell yeah. And then I called Sydney and I was on the phone with her talking about some higher love stuff and logo designs and, and stuff. And all of a sudden the alarm started going off again. And uh, first of all, we went around the whole house, made sure there wasn't like a candle yeah, right beneath it, you know, something, something like whack, we yeah. were positive. Nothing is setting off these alarms. But then Sydney brought up carbon monoxide while we were on the phone. And I was like, oh, yeah, like maybe it could be that. And our our reader is like broken. So we couldn't even tell. So we got all panicked. And then suddenly we're, Josh was like, OK, get all the animals. We need to get outside. Get your warm clothes on. We're going to be because I was in like a bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> And it's fucking cold now. So we're like going into just panic room and then I started or panic mode and I started getting nervous about the fire department coming in and like seeing how messy our house was because we just got back <laughs> from a trip. We haven't even unpacked. I have like three suitcases out there, shit everywhere. So oh I was like trying to clean up and he's like, stop cleaning things. Get the cats. And I was like, oh shit. So I started trying to find all the cats, which was like, we have three cats, all indoor cats. And that they, is a task. It's hard because oh they God. go in like random little places. It's really yeah. hard to find them. And then they don't really like to come out of their hiding spots if they're cozy and where they are. So it, it took me forever to wrangle all three cats and I had to bring them outside <laughs> and they're indoor cats. So they were freaking balls and it's night and it's freezing. And the, all the other dogs were going crazy because they were confused about what was going on and they could hear the fire truck coming. Um, <laughs> so funny though. We have this like uh, little dog run because we have coyotes. So um, we don't use it that much anymore because we have Lucy and Oakley and they really defend our little dogs from any intruders in the backyard. But we had this cage and it's pretty big. So we put the cats in there and I just sat in there with them. <laughs> and video. they were so scared, dude. They were so scared. Okay, yeah, I'll play a little video. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I know. I know. It's okay. So yeah, that was that was fun. Oh my god, it was really an interesting time. I watched that video like fifteen times. It's one of my favorite. It things was ever. hilarious. It was, I know. Like Lily goes crazy. She was. She freaking like I out. see why Meatball and her have beef because yeah. like Lily, even though she's <laughs> chill most of the time, and Meatball is normally the instigator, but when Lily goes crazy, she is like just her hissing like i got like several marks oh no and her i don't know if you've ever smelled this but cats when they hiss it's like a horrible smell oh, they really release. yeah it's like a stay fuck the fuck you. away smell and oh. it's like it's like the worst breath ew the two of them just like when they smell it from each other they get like really pissed ew so they're just so scared and then yeah it was all for nothing the fire department came in and they're like no we can't we don't know why your alarms are going off like we can't the panel's off 
and there's no carbon monoxide. They went through the whole house. Yeah. There's nothing they could see that could have set it off by accident. So they straight up were just like, we don't know, but you know, so thanks weird. for calling us to be safe. You, yeah. You always want to be safe with carbon monoxide. Um, <laughs> but after they left about an hour later, we were watching TV again, just hanging out and they all started going off again. That's so weird. Again, dude. For no reason. For no reason. Josh and like half of them were even like unplugged. Like he took them out. And yes. And then the weird things just keep happening. Like things keep falling off of things or we will no we'll just notice random sounds of something completely dropping and we won't be anywhere near it. And this morning I have this little, um, well, it's actually pretty big. It's like a, a sled with like a Santa and a, a so snowman cute. on it. It was from my childhood. And I put it up on top of our water dispenser. Mm hmm. We woke up this morning and it was just on the ground. And the cat, cats can't even jump no, up there. No, And your cats and don't a, knock shit down. Like no, I've never don't. noticed one of your cats knocking stuff down. They don't. Down they really don't. So it was, And it's a big thing. It just fell completely off. I was just like, what? So yeah, it's just thing after thing. And then Curly, when you stayed here, you noticed stuff too when I was in LA last week. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it, it, it's getting like more and more, but I'm not scared of it. Like I'm not... I'm not really either at I, all. Like it's, oh, I don't know what it is. Like it's just... I don't know what it is, a ghost. But yeah, when I was staying here, um, I was hearing footsteps in the hallway, like right next oh. to like the guest room. No, no. And I like, I it wasn't the cats. I know it wasn't the cats because it literally sounded like step, 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 step. It didn't sound like pat, 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 pat. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you know, cats like pitter patter. Yeah, yeah. Um, it sounded like step, like stepping. Ooh. And then, <clears throat> I don't know, like I maybe I was in my head like about it too much, but like I could like even like hear just like, it almost sounded like doors were cre not oh, like creaking open, but like it just sounded like maybe like yeah. movement was happening in the hallway. Like yeah. it sounded like there was movement. Like I don't, I can't. Sometimes I hear that shit too, and I'm just telling myself it's a cat, and Same. I go, I ignore it because I'm like, I can't even deal with this. And then, yeah, and then one of the nights, um, I was already in bed and I was watching TV, and I, I already, I had closed the room, the the door to the room, and the two dogs were with me. The cats were, I think, wherever they are. <laughs> yeah. And um, the door opened. The door cracked open and it what opens, it opens up very slowly this way. Yeah. But yeah. like it, it opened and like, I thought maybe it was a draft or something, <clears throat> but all the windows were closed in the rest of the house. Though there was a little crack in the bedroom, but like, no. not that, no. And like the door and the crack were very, very far apart. You know what I mean? And that was the one that kind of got me a little bit like that little door. Was the door latched shut? It was latched shut. Oh hell no! It was it just open. That's so scary. Yeah. That is so Fuck, scary. No, yeah, no. and like I like I, in my head, like in, in the moment, I didn't get. I wasn't. I was scared a little bit. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah, it can't. Like it freaks you out. Yeah, no, it, it, freak it happened out. to me like a week ago. I was out in the kitchen and I heard something fall in my room, and I figured a cat knocked something down. I'm gonna find something like. It sounded like something heavy fell. Yeah, I went in there. Nothing fell. There was no sound. There was no animals in the room. Yeah, it's and then, just weird. And then one of the it was it was like noon. It was pretty early in the day. Um, I was just like cleaning up the kitchen area, and I I swear I heard like a howling from the outside from yeah, like well, the that's patio. Like coyotes, they uh, they make some wild sounds but oh, at man. like noon. Uh, not really at noon. I did, maybe it was the donkey. No, the no. donkeys and the sheep no. around us can make us some whack. Noises. I know what those sound like. <laughs> those were that wasn't a donkey. It's like literally as soon as I opened the screen door, the little sliding door, it stopped. We do have this weird. You mentioned like a humming sound. It was a hum. It was like a humming. Like There's a some type humming. of weird bird that hums at night. I don't it was know. a day. It was daytime. It was like noon. Know. It was like literally like Dude. it was early early day. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. And I in my head, I I'm just chalking it up to 
not ghosts, but I think it was. <sighs> I just like, I'm like, I'm just glad I'm moving in a few yeah. months. Like, I'm trying to just be cool with them. Like, let them know it's all right that you're here. Just please be nice. You know, yeah. you can knock some shit over. And I've whatever. never experienced anything at your house. But the studio, definitely. Obviously, yeah. we've talked about that before. But like mm-hmm. you said, I've never felt scared yeah. when weird shit happens in the yeah, studio. I don't, really feel scared I don't ever feel like scared no. about it. We're pretty used to it. Not being like, I'm not scared because I am fucking scared. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah I, I'm definitely kind of ready. I'm, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm like face and then saying I'm not scared, but I'm a little scared. Like, especially like in the moment, mm-hmm. I try to rationalize with it and just like tell myself that it's a draft or it's yeah. the cast mm-hmm. or whatever, just to like make myself feel better. Right. Yeah. But then like going back and like, Listen, yeah, like, you're like, I'm like no, that, well, I don't think that was natural. <laughs> no, it's and I mean, there's just been so much of it. I think we've told like not even all of the stories on the sesh or, or mile higher. There's been just so many weird things that have happened. It's almost like a daily occurrence. Yeah. 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 One day I want to do like an episode on like why we're moving to like talk oh, more about when I can. Tea. That's I mean, a great yeah, story. There's some true crime involved. There's some motherfuckers. It's like live PD in this bitch. Yeah, for real. So yeah, there's definitely some more reasons why we're moving. And I think I'll eventually explain that. But anyway, I guess we got to get into this show. We even opened it up. Open the show up, Okay, girl. what's up, guys? <laughs> or that's not even the intro. Wait, what is it? Okay, Take two. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the sesh. I am Kendall. And I am Janelle. Yes. We are happy to be here this week, people. We are. And what is this? Episode 59. 60, dude. Oh, this is 60. We, yeah. I was going to say 60. We That's, that's pretty good. 60 fucking episodes. Yep. Hell, Hell yeah, baby. Yes. And it's been so fun. It has we been really loved fun. Loved it all. It's been a grand time. Welcome yes. to the new seshies out there, by the way. I A lot of you guys... We have some new sessions from our last uh, episode oh, yeah. we put out with Travis Scott. It got a lot of new listeners and viewers. Yeah, so Astro Fest, Astro World Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Which is actually where we're going to open up the show yeah. with today, going over some of what we've learned and clarify some of what we talked about last week. Because mm-hmm. obviously it was, what, two, three days after it had two first days. happened. We were yeah, trying to happened, collect yeah. information, but some things have been clarified now by police. So I wanted to kind of. Um, Note that, first of all, uh, that the whole thing about someone going around injecting people with drugs has been, I guess not. Well, it's hard because it was... (laughs) We got that information from the police. Right. It was reported. It was reported that on, a security guard was yeah. injected. Right. And he did a news conference on that. And he got um, Narcan. According then, to him, and they accordingly found a poke in his neck. So it sounded like. It sounded like that, but now now they're it's completely contradicting what they're saying. He got punched. Yeah, he got punched. And yeah. there are no confirmed reports of anyone drugging anyone as far as yeah. well that's another thing too is there were so many people there was what fi- over 50,000 people there mm-hmm. how is this one security office where the only one that got like pricked right. I feel like if, if somebody was like needle spiking they would hit a lot of people you know totally. what I mean? not just like yeah. one person well but- I think at first there was a bunch of rumors going around from like TMZ and shit that was like mm-hmm. right. needle spiking and everyone was like did you hear that but I don't think yeah. there were any other actual pe- like no, individuals who would come forward the only one who had well, yeah. yeah and the officer okay so like I was reading about it and it, or he was a security guard well I, I guess it wasn't was even him that told the cops it was the medical staff right and mm-hmm. they told and the so cops they the wrong told information the yeah and I guess he wow. was instead Which, of how did they miss that we right. gave him Narcan when they didn't actually when do that. When he got hit in the head? head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His story, he was like, no, that's completely wrong. That's not what I went through. So just want to clarify about that. Yeah. 
I know, um, it's kind of ridiculous. Yes. It just like makes, it was just like breeding grounds for more conspiracies. You know what I mean? Of like, course. yeah, this was just, I don't know. Like, well, yeah, even we started questioning that. I, you know, I, I was wondering if that could possibly have something to do with this massive death Outcome, toll. Yeah. Like, it's just so wild. So I was thinking, is there another factor? But the sad reality is there wasn't. This is just pure negligence. Yeah, in just every really sense of it. catastrophic so. event, honestly. Yeah, also at the top of the show, we wanted to go ahead and discuss the um, new victims that have sadly passed away since we last recorded. Um, the ninth victim was Barty Shahani, uh, and she was 22 years old. She had been hospitalized as a result and actually was on a ventilator up until her passing, but showed no brain activity shortly after she was hospitalized. Um, and then she passed away on Thursday, November 11th. Yeah, and so we will um, link a press conference with her parents speaking about it. It is, I mean, it just really puts the, devastation and pain that they're yeah. going through into perspective and it's, uh, it's horrendous to watch it's so i know i just can't imagine what these people are going through and, and she said you know she really wanted to do this she really wanted to go to this fun concert and we just thought it was a, a fun show and yeah. you know she normally doesn't even do things like this and mm. they can't even wrap their mind around it i mean it's they're in total shock it's so sad because like yeah, concert's supposed to be a happy, carefree environment. And yeah. it's just, I can't imagine, like, you never think you're going to lose your life at a concert. It's just so, so devastating, truly. Yes. And then a 10th victim was, oh, this one is so sad as well. A nine-year-old, Ezra Blount, um, who was on life support for days after he was injured. And he sadly passed away on Sunday, November 14th. Um, he attended the concert with his dad, who said he was so stoked to see Travis perform. Mm. His dad actually held him high on his shoulders as the 30-minute countdown began. And then they actually stayed in the back because he thought that it would be safer and a bit more calm. But as soon as Travis came on, the crowd started pushing everybody and, you know, pushing towards the front of the stage. And his dad actually ended up passing out and losing consciousness. And then um, Ezra fell to the ground and was trampled by the crowd. So they got so separated. Sad. Yeah, they got separated. Yeah, he regained consciousness, was like, where the hell is my kid? Yeah, he was brought into the hospital as the John Doe. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah, uh, he searched, I guess, the site medic tents and several hospitals. Mm -hmm. And then he filed Panic. a police report. Oh. And then he was contacted by an officer that sent him a picture of his kid. And Ezra was a huge Travis Scott fan. Um, there's videos of him dancing to his music and just so into it and... You know, it's horrible. Obviously, yeah. his father truly could not know how how bad it was. This was marketed as an event for children to be at, you know, all ages. Yeah, which blows which my is, mind. Yeah, really hard to wrap your mind around uh, with this environment, especially with the past that Travis Scott has had at his shows. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just a father trying to make his son happy yeah. to give him the experiences. And it's just, I can't, I really can't. Imagine what it's like to be in their shoes right now and how just mm, how angry, how oh, so broken. Just, yeah. It's so upsetting. And I'm sure they're carrying so much guilt to these parents because yeah. it's like, you know, how could you not? I'm not saying they are they are responsible. I'm just saying like putting myself in their shoes, I would feel so yeah. like, God, how I could have prevented yes. this. Especially you know? when you like the fact that he went unconscious. I'm right. sure he's Ugh. naturally having that survivor's right. guilt of like, if I didn't pass out, I could have, could have right. helped, you know, I mean, oh, I'm sure so many so things sad. are going through their minds, just the devastation that all these families are experiencing. 
it's it's truly heartbreaking to see all of this unfold. It is. And honestly, I think a lot is to come of this because the um, cause of death for these victims hasn't even been released yet, technically. like Yeah. There's been some know. talk about specific. Yeah. yeah. But the official cause of death right. from the corner. Right, right, right. right. Exactly. So, yeah, <sighs> I don't know. It's really, really, really sad. Um, then... Actually, more recently, two days ago, and we're filming this on the 16th, a lawsuit seeking more than $750 million was filed on behalf of at least 125 victims of Astroworld. So that's, yeah, I guess it's filed by Busby Law Firm, um, enlisted Drake, Apple Music, and then other defendants as well. And the suit says that the victims on the night went to Astroworld for fun and nobody was warned that they were, you know, walking into a horribly dangerous situation it accuses Travis of keeping the concert going even after authorities had announced a mass casualty event. And after he saw the ambulances, after he saw yeah. someone passed out in the crowd and stopped for a very brief amount of time. Yep. Just kept on going. I mean, it's it's pretty clear to everyone. I, I know. think. I mean, obviously there's people out there defending Travis at this point. Yeah. And it's very, very small amount of people. But I think the majority of us can see the the greed, the profit over everything, mm-hmm. the hype over everything, and mm-hmm. the complete lack of care for his fans. It's its horrible. Yeah, it honestly is absolutely terrible. And his uh, Travis's attorney, I guess, claims that no one told Travis or his crew um, of when some something finally did terrible happen. I guess he was like, okay, we'll do one more song. And then he stopped after that. But <laughs> That's even, why, why are that's you doing so okay one more horrible. song like that's so bad yep, dude that just confirms it even more so terrible yep. and especially for his lawyer or his attorney to be saying this as well like right you're like obviously you knew your right. attorney is yep. like like kind of like rewording it so it doesn't sound as bad for you yep. but mm-hmm. you still knew and you still let you still said okay one last song yep, yep. And so, then went to Dave and Buster's after oh yeah God. this is some shit you guys dude what the hell was up with that they went to david mm-hmm. busters both him da- and i think it's dave and busters dave and busters sorry i sound david like david I always, it sounds like i say david dave and buster two two homies okay but yeah he attended an after party um there and i think drake was there as well yeah it was actually hosted by drake mm-hmm. um because drake made a surprise appearance it was so exciting for everyone uh but yeah why would you go there after you are aware yep. of this shit by then? There's no excuse. You're aware. Mm-hmm. And actually, I wanted to bring this up. I was listening to um, H3's podcast earlier this morning, and they were like doing a little investigation of how far away or how long it took them to get to Dave and Buster's from the venue. Mm. And they obviously don't know exactly which one they went to. So they were looking it up. And like the closest one from the venue was like 25 minutes. So it's you can kind of assume that they had at least a 25 minute car ride yeah. and you still didn't know. Yeah. Come on. You didn't see the report. Right. There was, it was going viral. I mean, someone would have told they him. Were they were there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so bad, dude. So bad. Yeah. Apparently Drake had no idea and I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it either. And then the day after Astroworld, Drake apparently drowned his sorrows by showering strippers with money. And he spent around a million dollars at the Area 29 strip club in Houston. The day after. After. Before a donation is made, before any statement, anything, nothing is like, let me go to the strip club. Yeah, there's actually a video of it. Um, We'll put that in now. I don't give a damn. (laughs) 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 Say thanks, Drake. 
And it's still on Yasmin Instagram. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, they're all like, thanks, Drake. Just I mean, just absolutely. all of them trying to act like even the Kardashians, which I, I feel like Kylie is obviously highly connected to this. Yeah. And then I, I noticed Kris Jenner was just posting pictures of all of her flowers on her birthday coming in. It's just like so tone deaf with what just happened. I know. You know, posting. Eh, it's just it's gross. It is gross. It's gross. It shows really a gross. real lack of connection to the to, to the, the world. world. And yeah, just complete. They're so out of touch at this point. I don't even think they realize no. how strange that is. No, I don't think they do either. Or if they do, then they clearly don't care or something. Or like the magnitude of what really happened. Right. I don't think they get it. So no, one no. thing that kind of stuck out to me was the attorney said that um, Travis didn't know the severity of the event or mm -hmm. the severity of the situation. He knew that there was a situation happening then, right? Yeah, right. So he just yes. didn't know how severe it was. Yeah, which what does that still mean? Literally, and it was that's called just, a mass ca mass casualty event, dude. Plus, yeah, he literally. literally said he he shouted out the ambulance in his yeah, in his right. set was like, "There's an ambulance trying to get through," and he could see his fans climbing on the fucking thing, yeah, making it impossible to get through. And it's just well, it's also, a load of bullshit. You a, totally knew. What did you think they were doing? Right. And the fact that he has a history of encouraging people to be violent and raging at his yeah. shows. Telling his fans to ignore security. Rush no, he was security. tweeting things about it even before Astrofest, and he's deleted all of it now. Of course, such but garbage. Yeah, the whole I mean, thing is ridiculous. It's going to be a slam dunk in court, though, with the amount of evidence they have, video evidence. Yeah, uh, all just there's so much. Oh, there's absolutely. So much. Um, yeah, some of the he's performers really toast, man. have made a response, like Roddy Rich last week. We talked about yeah. how um, he intends to donate his pay to the families um that you know had victims good for him mm -hmm. like the only mm -hmm. one it's like good for him but no because um in i the, don't even know him i don't either but, i know i literally have no idea i don't, I don't I, I need a rapper but I, that's all i really know about him about him um no so in the in the post by the from the strip club think mm -hmm. basically thinking um thanking them for coming so the strip club changed their caption on that photo oh they did yeah oh, so yeah. yeah so at first um, it was it was it was captioned thank you at Champagne Poppy Roddy Rich and then a list of other people. Mm -hmm. They updated the caption to um, two floors covered with money and every dancer who worked that night um, went home happy. Whatever happy Sunday fun day. So mm. like they they changed the they changed the the caption. Mm, yeah, because they knew because they knew crazy. Yeah, and it's I don't know it's just but at least he donated money. At least That's he donated. More than the yeah, others who could say That's who true. probably are, have a lot more than him oh yeah for sure in the first place Travis Scott, you know fucking drake said a million dollars i'm not saying yeah, this guy's a million dollars at a strip club yeah and they, the night <sighs> after all these people lost their lives it's so bad like and just what are you doing even if you have no heart you'd think that there'd be someone on your team from right. a pr perspective saying like look dude it would look good if you would do this where's your public saying that that's me. why you should Literally, do that not, but, but like even with them it's just confusing exactly it just looks so bad it makes the whole thing is so disgusting. I'm so disappointed in all of them. I mean, yeah, honestly, same. Yeah. And I was, I definitely have always liked Drake's music or I did a lot more in his earlier days, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, this has just been disappointing to see. It has. I was just like curious what you guys think since all these people, you know, that are in the media and whatnot, do you think that there's something that they, they're, 
publicists have told it, like have told them just curious. Like I'm not saying it's right or it's, mm-hmm. it's absolutely wrong, but like to act a certain way, like pretty much to just not address. Like, do you think they've been told that? Because it seems like they're all acting the same exact way. Like, act clueless. Yeah, like, completely, like, But aren't they looking out for their careers, too, and just how horrible that looks? Exactly, I know. I just don't understand. Uh, Actually, sales have increased for Travis Scott since this whole thing. I know, I've heard that. Before Astrofest, Travis's album, under the same name, sat at number 50 on the Billboard Mm -hmm. 200. And now, after this, it is at... 40 or no 38 excuse me yeah that's broke top sick. 40 that's sick so it went up 12 so spots i mean i hope it was just people who have never heard of him and wanted to look up what his music was because of it but right yeah it's just that's a good more point. money for him yeah so he's well sells 15, i guess he's not gonna profit off of it week. after all of the lawsuits i mean it's no it's, but it's like promo now yeah, people are listening no, to him totally. like you said and i'm sure there it's were a bullshit, lot of people but what can we expect in this world we live in this is like how things go. That's why I feel like when you were like, he's toast. I think he's going to. No, I still think he's toast. You too? I, I think you he got a little boost now. Man? Yeah. Let's, let's oh, check I think on he's it gonna, in three yeah. to five years. You let's think, see how he's think? Oh, I think he's done. I don't think he even he's has a done. choice if he doesn't. No. In the sense, like he won't have, he's going to be drained. Yeah. Oh, after he's going to. So he, and unless, just like yeah. the, the backlash, like recently I saw a video of a festival that was playing Travis Scott music and oh, yeah, no too. one was dancing. Like people are, it's just becoming one of those things where if you're going to support him. Oh no. Yeah. And then multiple venues have already come forward saying that they would never host him oh, again. Yeah. will never, he'll not, he, like I said, he will not be able to do anything like this, let alone probably a concert of an average size. Mm-hmm. If not, I mean, for a long time, especially with his history. And continuing the show. I mean, this looks, this is so bad. I really, I do think I'm still confident in that, that this is going to be a major downfall in his career, a major turning point for him. And I'd be surprised. I'll just say it. I'd be surprised if he's still with Kylie in a few years. Oh, what if she's saying? Ah, to save her fucking image. Yeah. That's what they're all about. The Kardashians are all ever, their relationships are very calculated and they don't want someone that's like, on the down. No. Travis was on the up. Yeah, that is oh, a great yeah. point. When she first started dating him, he was headlining at Coachella and that does not look good to be associating yourself with him. No. Especially Certainly as that type of family. Plus they want to be they want to be with successful men. Yeah. It's like all what it's about. Mhm. Yeah. of it's PR for them. Very calculated. So, that's Absolutely. just my prediction. I don't think it'll last that much longer. Yeah, we'll but, see. That's I mean, who knows? Who oh. knows? That's purely speculative. Well, speculative. We will see. But okay, <laughs> my thing is, if they do stay together, I feel like I'm kind of with you, Janelle, on this. I honestly kind of feel like he is kind of immune to this. You know what I mean? Really? Um, yeah, because like even with like the Kardashian or the Jenners, Kardashian clan, I feel like he's gonna get like immunity from them in a way. You know what I mean? Because mm. like they're so. They're so influential. I mean, they get they get past things all the time. They do things and it it blows over. But this is different. These are they haven't killed anyone. Yeah, exactly. These are ten people responsible for death. Died thousands, hundreds of injuries. I mean, and just yeah, this is so different than anything else we've seen. No, it is. A hundred percent is. I really, I really hope he goes down. His career continues or like can and keeps growing. I will be severely disappointed with humanity. True. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Hey, well, here's something that will restore your faith in humanity. Oh, People, yes. Britney motherfucking Spears is free. Officially. Like, we've known this. We've yeah. known it's in the works. Yeah. 
But yes, can we just have a moment? Round it is applause, official baby. now. Oh my God, I'm so happy for her after so 14 happy. years. Snapping. <laughs> snapping. Yeah. He's just snapping our sorority. <laughs> sorority snaps. Oh my God, the cringe. <laughs> <laughs> but okay yeah this is very very exciting times oh i'm so stoked on november 12th baby judge penny ended the conservatorship during the hearing um as a little refresher there's been a very lengthy highly publicized legal battle between Brittany and her father jamie spears he's been in control of her whole life her estate her personal life her health everything um and he was suspended as her conservator in september and then on november 1st jamie filed to terminate the conservatorship and then the filing came before the hearing to decide whether or not to terminate. Um, and yeah, it's terminated. That's Thank it. That God. is it. Brittany is free. Her attorney held a news conference following the termination and said that it was a monumental day for her. And for the first time in over a decade, what is next for Brittany is only going to be up to one person herself. And that's so exciting. I saw an article recently where she made comments about wanting to possibly have a baby. Oh. And I think that's so great because if you didn't know, one of the things as part of her conservatorship, she was not allowed to have a baby. Yeah, she, she was had in- no medical control at all. Yeah. So uh, it's just it's amazing to see her be free. She's she just got of her iPad. She hasn't had an iPad. Like how long has the iPad been out? And she just got to have what? an iPad. And she's like so excited about her iPad. Oh my God. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> she's just I mean, she's kind of like coming back into the world. I'm sure it's so exciting for her and. She's really gotten her power back. She's been so fearless on social media. Yeah, I know you guys talked has. about that. Uh, it's fantastic. And I think she feels a lot of the support from a lot of the documentaries that have come mm-hmm. out. I really, ha- we want to do a whole episode yeah. on all of this coming up in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Like when this is even more official. Well, it's official. Yeah. But when a, mo- a little more detail comes out. For sure. Um, but yeah, her documentary, the documentary on Netflix. I mean, she was not part of it. Right. But it, it was eye-opening i learned a lot yeah i definitely need to watch uh, it it is shocking so, i'm excited to watch uh, it i'm just i'm so overjoyed for her it's so wonderful um there actually was a termination care plan put into place um uh with her temporary co-conservator cpa john's able and he's basically just there to help kind of like buffer the transition help make sure everything goes as smooth as they can um and then of course the assets are being declared to be transferred from her ex-conservators to her own trust. And then there was no medical evaluation required by Brit for Brittany, um, which was interesting. They were kind of wondering if that was going to be needed or or not. And then she actually wasn't even there um, for the hearing, which I thought was really interesting. Um, It's a lot. Oh yeah. But there's a $60 million estate that needs to be sorted through. So this is going to take a bit of time um to make sure that everything you know goes as smooth as they can but yeah she's free from both the personal conservatorship and mm-hmm. the estate conservatorship yeah amazing which is the best outcome she was really only hoping at one point to be free from the you know per- the conservatorship of the person mm-hmm. but yeah she got both it's it's amazing and it's it's really going to it already has shed so much light on conservatorship abuse yes and i think she's going to be a monumental player for a lot of people out there yeah really cool absolutely and i guess there's two more scheduled court dates um for december 8th and january 19th again to probably just try and figure out exactly what to do with all yeah. this money and make sure it goes to the right place right well um, also they're trying um one of i think the, the december 8th um uh hearing is for um john's able just to kind of like get mm-hmm. him out and just mm-hmm. right now there's just a transition period for right. just yes. just to get her acclimated with everything right. and just to make sure i mean 
this is like it's like it's she's born again you know right. what i mean like the world isn't the, how it was no. 13 years 14 years right. ago so oh my much. god right. Yeah. Right, yeah. right yeah yeah absolutely so, really really excited for her yeah it is it's really cool to see and even her fiance um sam posted a solid pink square with the word freedom on uh instagram yeah, so cute saying so history cool. was made today Brittany is free yay so, i love it so happy for such her such good news and it's really cool that it happened fast yeah much faster did. than everyone thought it was going to yeah honestly blew yes. up, but like because people mm, everybody was like yeah oh, i think they, the pressure yeah. is what sped it up yeah yeah absolutely also, public her parents, outcry her parents were fucking assholes oh they, they're trash both of them both yeah. yeah yeah and i guess lynn is even still wanting um her, her to pay yes. for the legal fees yep <laughs> good try not gonna happen bitch terrible hopefully. yeah yeah hopefully. it's just been so cool that we have like followed this not since day one but you know no, what I mean? just, since it like really broke yeah. open and but for the people who have really been yes. on top of this part of the free britney for, for movement for years like hands off to you guys hats off to you guys i should say <laughs> hands, off. <laughs> hands off baby but seriously there's so many people that have been part of this yes. movement and like a real grassroots movement and have been you know backing britney since before she was able to speak for herself just figuring it out mm -hmm. like trying seeing that something was obviously wrong yep and taking action before she even really like asked for it yeah. you know because she was putting out videos that i'm okay i'm happy and right. and then basically in her documentary she was like it was all a lie i was incredibly depressed and had no yeah, control over anything pretty much um yeah but yeah it's it's great to see i highly recommend watching that documentary on netflix if you haven't already uh britney versus spears it's called it's excellent and it would probably be good before we do our next episode to have watched that or mm -hmm. the, the episode following the next episode yes definitely anyway I can't wait to watch today we are also going to get into yeah. a therapy sesh i know i mentioned in the last episode that i had been going through some things and i wanted to kind of open up about that so we will get into that after our first break okay we so let's get into things here first of all before we get go forward i do want to give you guys a trigger warning for anyone out there um we were gonna be talking about pregnancy loss today I know this can be a really hard subject for some people. Um, I don't even know how to start explaining this. Um, but as you guys know, Josh and I have been hoping to start a family soon. We were hoping to start kind of going into 2022. And we decided to start a little earlier in the fall, um, in October. And... We were really lucky and we found out that we were, we got pregnant and it was our first try. So we were a little shocked <laughs> and incredibly excited. I mean, the day we found out was one of the, still is one of the best days of my life. I felt so much joy and so much love from Josh and just was, we were really, really excited. Um, and obviously that early on, you always know that anything could happen and mm -hmm. i guess really the safe zone according to my obgyn is 12 weeks mm -hmm. um but i did make the decision i know some people like to keep that private until mm -hmm. they they know but for me that that's just not the way that i am um i'm around my friends and uh, i work with tons of my friends and family every day so i didn't feel like it was something that i could keep a secret and i just wanted to to tell my friends. So I told um, Sydney and Janelle on Halloween <laughs> and 
and it was oh, it was very exciting. It was so exciting. It was um yeah, really one of the most joyful times of my life. Like I just felt so loved and excited and seeing Josh's excitement was just it was, it was so, so cute. It was a lot, you know, it was it was I was so surprised. I know. I you told me I didn't believe you. I know. <laughs> I thought she was pranking they me. They looked so shocked. I like filmed them telling them and my plan was to tell Corelli soon on the sesh. We actually we're gonna tell her here and we're gonna play a game. My sister and um I was really I mean, during this time I was just I can't even tell you how happy I was. I think it was one of the happiest couple of it was just the happiest time of my life and so far. I was just so, so excited. It's I can't even I was barely sleeping because I was just so happy, so excited. We've we've wanted kids forever. Um, I always thought I'd have kids much much younger. Um, so I've just I've been feeling ready for a really long time and I couldn't believe how lucky we were. And I think I felt a little like uh, invincible in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't even cross my mind that something could happen. I knew it, but I was like, no, I'm not even going to let that thought enter mm-hmm. my brain. Cause this is going to happen. And like, I couldn't even have that anxiety going on. Um, and then, yeah, I went to a hair appointment and Josh was just so sweet that day. He was like, wanted to drive me to my hair appointment. And then like, when got me a special smoothie and brought oh, it to me at the hair so salon. And he was just so loving and so excited. And that day we were just, extra pumped like feeling like the kind of the fear had gone away a little bit and we were just like really excited and josh was the most excited that day of all days so far um and then that night i unfortunately started started bleeding and i pretty much knew right away we were kind of confused we thought it could be just spotting because you can't have spotting Mm -hmm. um but it, it got progressively worse and I truly can't describe how empty I felt in that moment, how shameful I felt immediately and, and just like pure devastation just washed over me. And it's really hard because when you're going through a miscarriage, you are experiencing the hormones from a pregnancy at the same time as you're, you know, experiencing a loss. So it's, it was just, I could not stop crying Um, from the moment it happened. I was just like, honestly panicking at first, hysterical, like screaming, just, I couldn't believe that it was happening. Um, I just couldn't even wrap my mind on it. Like, I was just like, no, 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 there's got, like, look it up. There's gotta be something like this cannot be happening right now. And, you know, as the night went on, it just got worse and worse. And we realized that we'd lost the baby and it's, it was horrendous for both of us. And that night I think was truly one of the hardest nights of my life. Like I just felt, I can't even describe how I felt like it was, it was the combination of loss and then also just feeling so much shame and so much like I, I instantly felt unworthy for some reason. Like I felt like, Josh wasn't going to love me as much because I'd been experiencing so much love from everyone and all my friends for the days leading up to that, that I just felt like that was all ending, you know? And I told Josh, like, I just, 
I feel like you're never going to love me the same again, or you'll never want to like try again for a baby. Like I was just having like the most horrible intrusive thoughts. Like everything is just ending. And I don't think I've ever cried so hard. I mean, I was like choking and I, I could not even fall asleep that night. It was just, it was so like just going from such a high to such a low mm-hmm. so fast was totally shocking yeah. and it's painful. It's just traumatizing. Like every time you go to the bathroom is traumatizing. And, and of course, you know, you start going through what could have caused this and, or was this my fault? Was there anything that I could have done? And I had a lot of fear because the day before it happened, I had a really bad panic attack because I was worried about, it was like four in the morning. I still wasn't able to sleep. I just, I think it was a lot of just the excitement that I just was so wound up that I could not sleep and you can't take any sleep aid or anything like that. Um, so I got so frustrated with Josh cause he was, he was snoring like a train. <laughs> it was the worst snoring You're I've like, ever fuck. heard. I got so, I kept like trying to be nice and just tapping him. But then eventually I was like, stop. Like I, I have to sleep. But then I was like so emotional and I didn't want him to go to the guest room to sleep because then I was like, I won't be able to sleep without you here, but I need you to be quiet. Just shut up, please, though. <laughs> so then I started just panicking, say, this appointment the next day, and I had to record the next day, and I was like, how am I going to get through the day without any sleep? And I had a full-on really bad panic attack, where, and I've never experienced this, but my whole face started like vibrating like around my lips and my mouth, and it, it went completely numb in my face. And I just had this like overwhelming feeling like something really bad is happening right now. It's like an out of body experience. It, it was. And I, I told Josh, like, something bad's happening, something. And he was like trying to calm me down and get me a cold washcloth. And I just had this like horrible, horrible feeling. The next day I woke up and everything was fine. And then this started later that day. So, of course, I had these thoughts of like, this was my fault. I couldn't control my anxiety. I let the the stress of work already stress me out to the point that this I like triggered this, mm-hmm. you know, and that was just my initial understanding. I also had um, a shot of ginger for nausea from Trader Joe's. And then I started looking that up afterwards and read that ginger can cause miscarriages, but it's in it's mass amounts yeah. of ginger. But of yeah. course, when I saw of that. Course. I was Google like, oh my God, it could have been the ginger shot. Like, I right. just, you just go over everything you did. And I know so many women can relate to that, like trying to figure out like what went wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, going to the doctor really made such a difference because they were able to tell me that this wasn't my fault, that this was likely a chromosomal issue, chromosomal issue. Uh, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Issue with chromosomes. Yes. And that it's like kind of your body's way of protecting you from having an unhealthy baby or from the pregnancy continuing when it's not going to take essentially. Right. Um, So that it it made me feel so much better. One in four pregnancies end up in miscarriage. It's something that I know so many of you out there have gone through. And that was one of the reasons I decided to open up about it on here because at first I didn't know if that was – going to be good for me um the internet can be a scary place and it's kind of like a thing that like women traditionally like keep to themselves there's a lot of shame and like secrecy around it that's why people like don't tell anyone until you get past the danger zone and yeah or don't tell anyone after which is like right really hard for me to understand i i needed to tell 
all of you guys. I needed to tell my sister and my parents because I needed them to understand what I what I was going through. It was like incredibly you traumatic. Need support, especially in that right. time. So that's why I wanted to talk about it here because I actually saw um, a YouTuber that I really enjoy. Her name is Cece Suarez and she did a live stream. I think she had a miscarriage the same day as me if I am pretty sure by mm-hmm. what she said. And I wasn't going to talk about it until I saw her live stream and I connected so much with it and it just made me feel so much better and so much less alone and it like truly helped me. So I wanted to do that for anyone out there that needs this or has gone through these things before or has fear of it in the future. And I think the more as like heartbreaking as it is, the more we can talk about these things, the more we can normalize. Like you said, it's so common. I mean, it's unbelievably common. It's sad that people who experience this have to feel some type of like shame or that they shouldn't talk about it when in reality it's in my opinion like the more we can talk about it the more we can support each other going through it especially because so many people go through it and yeah you know i've always found that when i go through something tough hearing someone else be able to relate to me or say yeah i've been through that too you know it just makes you feel less alone we were talking about that last week it really does it helps so much just hearing anyone else's story like i have um this app called flow that i've tracked ovulation on and then you like switch it into pregnancy mode so then i had to go back into that which was one of the hardest things of this whole thing and like report a pregnancy loss and that just sucked like it was just so much but then they like brought up all of these other testimonies from women just telling their stories and like it was so comforting it really was Mm -hmm. um and just knowing knowing how common it is really does help it makes me feel so much less alone and there's been so many people in the youtube space that have gone through you know recent even um, miscarriages and then now are pregnant or have yeah tons of kids or you know or yeah whatever it may be so it's kind of like it gives you hope in a sense of like even though it was so devastating it was that it's it's in, in that moment of course like yeah. it's hard to be like well it, it could happen again because right. it's like your whole life is like flipped upside down in that right. moment but right. in the grand scheme of things like your chances of being able to conceive and mm-hmm. full term to a kid are s- still really high yeah and mm-hmm. the fact that you got pregnant right away is like i know i didn't expect that because i have had so many health amazing. issues and that's why i started sooner right i thought it was going to take six months or something mm-hmm. and so yeah, we were we feel we feel lucky and that that happened and that does make us feel more hopeful. But I've got to say there's now a whole new fear. Like there's a whole mm-hmm. new anxiety. I mean, this time was different because I was so excited and so running on joy and felt so lucky and invincible like I said that I I like wasn't mentally prepared for this happening at all. Um I but just was like how could this happen? I think it's important to not like blame yourself for being overjoyed because you know that's like a total natural reaction especially because it's hard to you know almost put yourself in those shoes when you've never experienced it and of course you're going to be excited and i think that you should be like all those things were totally valid and you feeling invincible and you feeling so stoked and not thinking about well what will it be like if i miscarry like why would what good does that do because it's not like about it it's not like you can prepare for that in any sense so that it hurts less when it comes you know what i mean yeah and i guess i mean now that like i know what can happen and how delicate it is especially in your first trimester 
um it's definitely added like a new anxiety though like yeah. for next time like i'm already stressed out if it happens again will like will the first 12 weeks just be like constant stress Fear. for me and then mm-hmm. the whole thing I mean, really, this has been such an eye-opening experience for me about the reality of motherhood and what women go through and how how hard it is forever. Like you, you <laughs> through your whole pregnancy, every single trimester, then you go through the birth, which is a whole nother yeah. thing. And then, then you, it, it's breastfeeding, it's sleep routines, it's constant fear that something could happen as they get older. And it's like, I think that anxiety never really goes away. And in a way, pregnancy kind of prepares you for that. Um, and I, even though I just got a small taste of what it's like, I, I learned a lot. Josh and I learned a lot. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I am I'm very hopeful. I think, you know, talking about it now, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of time to like really think through this. And that's why I hope I don't I don't sound like cold or like unemotional about no. this i it just time has passed yeah. and i have like i literally have like no more tears left to cry about it because i've gotten it all out and that's good right i had that time and i really got it out mm-hmm. um and now now i'm feeling more hopeful and back to mm-hmm. myself and for a while like it's just the hormones leave you feeling just so down and and like negative about everything and feeling hopeless or mm-hmm. feeling really bad about yourself like that's what I noticed. I just felt like horrible about myself. Like I am mm, the world's biggest so piece of shit. Oh my god, dude, that makes I know me that's, so, I know, and I'm not trying to like invalidate you or be like, don't yeah. feel like that because what you feel is what you feel. But that just yeah. is so fucking sad to me that you had to go through that. I just, I feel for you so deeply. Really, it was so it was sorry. really hard. Like, yeah, just the the feelings that you have and the guilt, or like wondering if. Am I going to be one of those people who goes through this over and over again? Like, is this going to be a pain I have to deal with forever? Or like, like obviously you have feelings like is something wrong with me. Will I ever be able to have a baby? And um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really hard. Like when you start thinking, you know, you get, here's your due date. And yeah. you start thinking about, I started thinking about this kid was maybe going to be a cancer yeah, we were and- talking about their little zodiac <laughs> yeah, and, and then like- we, on halloween even we were like oh my god next halloween we'll have a little baby know, dress it's up. like and it's like- all that excitement of that you have to let go of all of that thinking i was going to tell my family at christmas yep. and um yeah it's just like it's a lot it's a lot of loss and and i started reading about cancer babies and what they're mm-hmm. like and like had this kind of like image of what our child could be like and um yeah, just going from like all your conversations every day being about like this baby and what our life's going to look like and our excitement to just, it's all gone. Like at once, it was just like so shocking. And there's nothing you can do about it. No. I think that's also, it's just no. like once it's happening, like it's yeah. happening. Yeah. You know? And it's hard because one thing I noticed is as soon as I got pregnant, I was talking about it so much and looking at up things that my whole TikTok timeline was pregnancy mm. content. All my Instagram, it serves me pregnancy content right away. So when I first had the miscarriage, I kind of had to stay off of it because every time I would get on, it would just bring up pregnancy posts or babies. And it's just a, like a reminder. And I think I'm kind of past that now because it's not bothering me as much now when I see things. But just at first, it was so like, You're yeah. Like, okay, get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't need a reminder. Yeah. It just... It's so disappointing, but 
Yeah, the fact that it happens to so many women, I mean, even my mom went through a miscarriage and an ectopic pregnancy, which is really dangerous and scary. Mm. Um, but just knowing like the the millions of women millions. who have gone through this, like even women throughout history with how medical care who had no idea what was going on or they wouldn't even know they were having a miscarriage. Like, right. It does make you feel so much less alone. It really does. Like, and women are so incredible. That's taught me this too. Just the whole process of how a baby is made. And like, I've learned so much through my doctor, just literally making another life. Like, that's amazing. And your body just knows how to do it. Your body's like, Oh, okay. This is what we're doing. It's like made to do it. And the most wild thing. It's just like such, it's such a sacrifice. You know, you like sacrifice everything, your body, your routine, your, just like your comfortability and it only gets harder, your mental health. Yeah, totally. Um, But I believe it's worth it. It's, it's something I want more than anything. Me and Josh want a child so, so badly. And I know it's going to happen for us. Yeah. Um, We'll eventually be able to start trying again and, you know. But yeah, I know it's going to be an experience next time. I I know it's going to mm-hmm. be a daily anxiety of like mm-hmm. every time I go to the bathroom, like worrying there's going right. to be blood there. And every time you like feel a little off, like, yeah. oh God, is this like something wrong? Or if I have a, if I start panicking, why? And which that's really hard because like you have an anxiety disorder. So right. you know, that's not your, you'd be setting yourself up for failure if you're like, I'm not allowed to have any anxiety when I'm <laughs> yeah, pregnant. Yeah, like, not you know, reality. Like, that's not reality. So you yeah. have to understand like, I probably will have another panic attack at some point yeah. during a pregnancy and like, yeah, not saying that that, that caused it. Cause no, I don't very unlikely. In yeah. fact, my doctor did say the chances of stress affecting a pregnancy are very, very low. It's much, much higher that it was just something else or yeah. uh, what they call chemical pregnancy where it just mm-hmm. like doesn't fully take. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have not a doubt in my mind though, that you guys will have babies. Like I just, I and obviously like, <laughs> not a doctor or scientist, but I just have this like strong, like you were meant to be a mom. You were, you were meant to be a mom. You've always meant to be a mom. Like even when we were young, like you've just, you're like one of the most motherly humans. You're so comforting and you're going to be an amazing mom. (laughs) And I know it's going to happen. And I know too, this is like so terrible, but I wonder if like in a way, you know, like I, and I'm just talking for myself. I believe that like everything happens for a reason. And yeah, I do too. like what there was something too. that you were meant to like learn from this or, yeah, or I think, so. you know, I think so. I, me and Josh both see it that way. And he's like, I know it sounds super weird saying this, but it, it almost feels a blessing in disguise is not the right term, but it, mm-hmm. it did like, we did get something from this and we learned a lot and it brought us closer together. You know, I can't believe that first night I was like, you're not going to love me anymore and I'm not worthy. And like, I felt, I felt so horrible and it was so like just irrational. I mean, the pregnancy hormones are very intense and it's like incredibly hard to get your thinking straight and like think how you normally do. Mm -hmm. And Um, when they're like leaving your body too, it can just be, it's just, it's a, you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It totally is. And it's painful and it's, it's depressed. It's just so hard. But Josh has just been so wonderful. Like, just since it happened, like through the whole thing, through when I found out I was pregnant, he was so happy. <laughs> we actually, when we found out, it was kind of funny because I didn't think it would happen. So I didn't plan any like cute way to tell him. Yeah. I just all of a sudden looked at it and started screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and he thought one of the cats was like injured or something out in the, he was like, oh my God. So I like woke him up with that. And then 
I was looking at our Furbo dog camera footage and I could actually see the moment where I told him oh, and I just really? saw him like put his hands up oh, and he was like, no, he was so, so excited. He was so excited. I know he will be again and he'll be such a great father. And um, yeah, I know, I know it will happen. And whether that's through adoption or something, I don't know what our future lies. I know we will be parents though. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I think I have not a shred of doubt. Yeah. And you're going to be amazing parents. Thank you. And it's going to be so fun when you have a little baby. I know. It will be very fun. We were very excited. Um, but it, like it's meant, I think when you have, when like one day I will feel like this, it was meant to happen this way. As sure. weird and painful as it is. Yeah. Um, and we'll end up with the kids that we were meant to have. Yeah. I think. That's great. Yeah, That's I truly really just want you to know how strong you are. Thank you, Sid. You I remind yourself you. that because that to me is like, you're so strong mm -hmm. and you were going, I truly believe. And I know I'm not a doctor scientist <laughs> or I can't tell the future, but I truly believe you will bring children into this world. Mm -hmm. Happy, healthy babies. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys. Seriously. Like it means so much to me. Your support has meant the world to me. Janelle came over the day after it happened. And like, as soon as I saw her, I just started like sobbing so hard that I choked on her hair. <laughs> I'm so lucky I have the support I do in my life friends and family and I, I feel so badly for women out there who go through this and feel alone or feel like they're not getting the support from their partner you know mm -hmm. I know that's so common and I, I do feel really grateful for the people I have in my life and my husband and I'm you know I was fully supported and loved through all of this. And I think that's why I've been able to stay so strong is I just feel, yeah, I, I really am lucky. I'm fortunate. I appreciate you of like, obviously telling Sid and I and, and, and stuff, but also just, I think it's really, really amazing. And I really look up to you in the sense that you're willing to bring this to the internet because like I, I said, it's a scary place and people can be evil. Luckily, the sesh is a really wonderful right. place. 99.9 .9 of you guys are amazing. Yes. Um, but still, and you that's know, why I felt comfortable doing it here. It's still, but it's still like a really deep personal thing. It and, is. and I see why women would share, would choose not to. And I mm -hmm. thought, long and hard about whether I wanted to do this. And I came to the conclusion that I really wanted to do this. Like at first, Josh wasn't into the idea of me talking about it because he was worried that someone was going to say something or like upset me in any way. And I just felt like, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm probably not going to read a lot of the comments. I'm probably going to have you guys just screenshot me the, the uplifting ones. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like sit there and go through every, every single person's thoughts. Cause another, another big reason that sometimes I get afraid to talk about even just medical things on the internet is People obviously are coming from a good place, but they'll really they'll start offering up advice, advice or like, right. here's how I prevented my miscarriage. And I'm just kindly asking to not have that. I just don't want any. I have a doctor. I have plenty of support in my life and I I just don't need any of that. It just ends up becoming confusing. And sure. um, yeah, yeah I, I, I truly know it comes from a good place, though. And I, I appreciate everyone out there with whatever, you know, comments you send. But. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did feel like it. it was good to talk about it because I knew that this would be healing for me and healing for so many people out there. And like I said, seeing Cece talk about it for me was like really, really helpful. Like someone who's going through it right now. Yeah. And I know there's probably women out there who've gone through this 
are going through this right now or have gone through this recently. There was one other YouTuber I follow. I can't remember who exactly it was, but she went through one around the same time as me. And yeah, it's it just really does help to is. hear other people's stories and like how they're coping or like hear their feelings and say, yes, I, I get that. I feel that. And mm-hmm. that's why I felt like it was worth it to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And there's no shame in it. You know, no. like I think that's another fear of people's is they, they don't want to feel like shamed by anyone or have anyone come up with reasons why they think it didn't work out when they just don't know. Like, right. I mean, it's just, it's so, so common. And yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah, really I empowering. Lost my train of thought, but I yeah, think it's it was. very empowering. It is. And I knew I, I wanted to, to do this because I knew so many of the comments would bring me back comfort and joy and it would be worth it like we can help each other Mm -hmm. you know yeah exactly and yeah the more we can talk about this stuff the more we can break down the stigma of it being weird or shameful or embarrassing or something you should have to hide something you should hide forever Mm -hmm. you know whatever it is and obviously how you choose to live your life is totally fine if this is something you you know keep to yourself but i think it should be known that it's okay to share as well yeah and that there are other people out there who appreciate you sharing and opening up and can really and, benefit from it. Yeah. Yeah. Can really benefit from it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I just typed in like miscarriage experience on YouTube too, and like watched a few videos with just random people and so helpful. Mm-hmm. It's really helpful. It's amazing how women really help each other through these things because just like through pregnancy vlogs and uh, sharing their experience, it's like such a community. It Absolutely. really is. It really is especially when i just don't have um any friends who are anywhere near close to having babies my only friend that has a baby lives in arizona it just kind of helps to go to online when you don't have like yeah like obviously i can't like you can't ask me right. what my you're right yeah, yeah. no totally. so it's it is it's the internet's an amazing thing in a lot of ways like absolutely so much comfort it's that's such a great point is that yes it's really scary and toxic but it's also so wonderful because you can yeah there's pretty much guarantee that whatever you're going through you can find someone else on the internet who is also going through it or has gone through it Mm -hmm. and i feel like we should be so thankful that we are in this era to be able to have that because even just 20 years ago that that wasn't a thing you know you couldn't look up on youtube yeah people's experiences for anything yeah um and the fact that we're able to do that the touch of a button is honestly really cool you just obviously have to you know be aware and protect yourself at the same time but right right you know so it it really does help though i think it does there's but just been so many endless times for me where i've gone to the internet for support or help and i want to be part of that for someone else exactly and maybe that's part of the reason why you know the universe or whatever had you go through this is because you know you have a platform to help others obviously you've been doing it for years and maybe it's you know just another outlet that you can help bring awareness to something yeah you know yeah no totally i i felt that too and i felt like with my platform not that i'm responsible or like i owe it no, or like have not. to but like not. it did feel to me like i do have this platform i could help people and, and i want to do that because that will leave me feeling better and more fulfilled about the situation and i right. think this episode was kind of the closure i need just to be able to talk about it yeah and i've really had a lot of time to heal luckily i went out to la for a work thing and just getting out of the house, getting into a new environment, dressing up a little bit, like made me feel so good. Right. Like, it, ma- it really helped me um, kind of cope after everything. Feel so. like yourself again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting back to that. Like, and when it's happening, like 
you feel I felt like am I gonna be depressed for the next like six months right. over this like it felt so horrific that I was like I was surprised at how fast I was able to emotionally heal honestly I think that doctor visit at least from my, yes. what I could see like really helped it helped because so it's like much. wonder you know Google's great and all although it's really not great but then like actually having someone that yeah. knows what the hell they're talking about yes and can give you factual information right and you know can get looked at your body and confirm like no you look good dude. yeah and it, it looked great yeah everything looked good and i obviously had the fear of could it be ectopic like mm -hmm. that's why you have to always ectopic um you know always have to go in when you have a miscarriage they need to check it out and j yeah just that reassurance and just her saying this was not your fault meant so much to me just just hearing that like the, we have women in here every day yep. that go through this and you know you're it will it will be okay yeah you know? and you have plenty of chances of how like most women who have miscarriage go on to have a healthy pregnancy mm -hmm. and it just made me it made me feel a lot better obviously that fear is still going to be there mm -hmm. sure it's going to be something i go through next time mm -hmm. i'm pregnant uh, which will add to the anxiety of course <laughs> right but you know it's all worth it it's something i want more than anything like i think it'll be the most fulfilling thing i ever do is to have a child and um i just know that it, it the universe is going to bless me with that when it's time and i just gotta really trust in that yeah and let go and that can be really hard especially mm, as a tourist point like i'm a Taurus moon and sun and so i really don't i like to be in control and you have anxiety everything. So like the unknown but the planning for me i'm such a planner and the fact that this went according to plan from the beginning like the first month i tried and it just happened and like and now it's like there's no planning in this there's no planning kids is just you're gonna, it's gonna happen how it happens or you're gonna get what you're get, and you just can't con it's so there's, never there's the right no time, control right? and it's your body right so it's like it's just such a wild experience and i i only got a small taste of it but i i have so much respect for women that have pregnancies have miscarriages have, i mean really anything or struggle with infertility like oh. the amount of toll the mental toll that this can take on you it is just it's something and i think it's something that not all men can truly understand mm -hmm, you know like even sure. josh had like some trouble like fully understanding why my emotions were so intense right and like it took him like a day or two to really realize how to support me right right, um, right. but he got it you know and it's yeah. like about being patient with them too they're they're learning like yeah, we were both clueless we were yeah. shocked that it happened so fast we were just like whoa like i know so right yeah yeah they can't feel it they don't know physically yeah yeah um so i think the best thing you can do is like really communicate what you need how i need you to help what i need right now mm -hmm. and that that really helped a lot and I'm, I'm so lucky so i'm in a really good place right now i i feel really good and hopeful for the future so i don't want anyone to worry about me um luckily i i feel like i was able to heal pretty quickly from this and obviously the emotional toll is like always going to be there and mm -hmm. but yeah i feel the hope of the future is like what's getting me good. You know, I know it will happen. It will happen. I know it will happen. Oh yeah. We'll have a little mile higher baby one day. <laughs> we were very excited. We were very excited to be able to tell all of you guys one day. And yeah. Yeah.
Oh my gosh. One day it we will. got like so excited instantly. We did. I'm acting like I'm part of the pregnancy. Like we were so excited. <laughs> you really were though. We I were was, all really excited. I was like brainstorming, like, how are we gonna tell the seshies? And like, what yeah. are we gonna do for my hire? Like, how are we gonna tell family on Christmas? Yeah, so. on Christmas, like Christmas Eve, we'll have you stand up, blah, blah, blah. And like I was already looking on Etsy for all these cute yeah. things, and I was like picking them out. I was like, John, what do you think about this? And what do you think? He's yeah. like, uh, it's a little early don't you think i was like no no like yeah we were it's just we so were like fun. looking at it all way in advance and that's like the excitement was just yeah. the three of us were just me sydney and janelle were just talking because we hadn't told curly yet um but we were just going over like baby showers and <laughs> like uh push parties <laughs> we were like trying to understand the different and just like all the excitement that was coming forward and have it all like be gone in a second was just like it was like nothing i've ever been through truly mm-hmm it was it was a really interesting experience, but it taught me a lot. And like I said, I just have so much respect for women. Women are amazing. Amazing. Ugh. Our bodies are incredible. Seriously. Yeah. It's crazy that they just like it make is. life. What the it hell? It is. It's wild. Like, one moment you're just And then recover there. so quickly from something yeah. like this. Yeah. Um, which obviously this was pretty early on for me. It's it's a lot harder the more the further you are along, the process can take week sometimes there's sure. a lot more pain or sometimes you have to do surgery and mm-hmm. luckily i didn't have to do any of that um mm-hmm. but yeah it's 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 all truly amazing and it's it's so much to learn like when you get pregnant you're like starting a college course <laughs> i'm not kidding the amount of information that you have to learn just about conception and ovulation and just things that we did not learn in sex ed like I I spent so much time in sex ed. I learned about all the STDs and that was great. Yeah. But like I didn't learn shit about how to have a baby and how ovulation actually works and like the timing of it and the cycles and like it was crazy because the stages of the fetus. I was like all confused and you were telling me like well these and you're like sending me a chart these days I'm more likely and blah 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 and ovulation yeah. and I was just sitting there like and then I came to my mind, like, what the hell? How do I not know any of this? And it's literally happening yes. in my fucking body. Yep. Like, yep. that is so weird. Like, I need to fucking learn that just because, I don't know, Seriously. it's happening to me. That's like, one of the things that I was thinking, like, it's so wild that in sex ed, we don't talk about ov- ovulation and how much the chance of getting pregnant goes up during the 48 period weird. of ovulation. Like, that should be something younger women know from the jump that, I mean, it goes up so much higher during those two yeah. two to three days when you're ovulating wow. and i feel like it's something that even if you're not trying to get pregnant it's like still helpful to know when you're ovulating and you can just get these test strips on amazon they're cheap like a big box of them and yeah i want to get them you should and i just wonder see if, I ovulate, if you're though i don't think i do because i have an IUD. oh yeah i don't know though i'm not sure but yeah it's it's just it's a whole lot and i definitely got a taste of motherhood in a weird way mm-hmm. through all of this yeah I'm very excited for it. I feel very ready and I know very happy. So excited when it will happen. It will. And it it will will obviously, you know, those fears will run through your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Even my doctor said that too. I guess it's like almost in a sense. And like you said, it's really hard when you have anxiety and you have the need to try and feel in control. Yeah. But it almost seems like the more you can kind of just be like, I'm just going day by day, like taking it day by day. And I don't know what's going to happen, but I can't like obsessing over it will not make one thing happen versus another. And fuck, I need to listen to my own advice because I obsessed over shit left, right and center. It's so annoying. It's so hard to do everything in life. Basically, it's like day by day, like 
worrying and making up these scenarios and what happens if this what will i yeah, do and what yeah. happens if this what will i do it's like why yeah. are we doing that it's literally just hurting ourselves especially with the amount of scenarios that can happen in a pregnancy right. like there's just so many things that you could spend every second of your pregnancy worrying right. about it and it's like i gotta like figure out how to like truly deal with that because it's hard you got to control your stress during pregnancy for mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. it definitely helps for your own mental health my yeah, god for, yeah just for your mental health but yeah yeah, that's that's really all I had to say about it. I don't know if you guys have anything to add, but just thank you for opening up about that because I know like, yeah. I mean, it's just nice knowing that you aren't alone. You know what I mean? It's just nice having that. Uh, I don't know. It's just thank yes. you. Just like thank you for talking about yeah, it. Like, of like really, really thank you. Um, it just it means a lot to. I'm sure yeah. it'll mean a lot to so many people. Yeah, and, mm -hmm. and I'm I hope that even people who haven't gone through it yet can listen to this. And maybe if they do go through it one day that they can like remember back or um, I just, yeah, I just think it is something that should be so much more talked about. And I do understand that like for some women, they just don't want to talk about it for personal reason. It is emotional. And that was one thing that was hard was having, I'm still, <laughs> I still haven't even gone. Um, I told my therapist and I told my chiropractor um, who has like a whole program for pregnancy. So he always told me like, tell me early on when you know. So I told him and I told my therapist just in case anything happened. So he would be there mm -hmm. and I'm kind of dreading going back to either of them because I know I have to like now like relive it. Like talking about it is kind of reliving it. Like it's different with you guys in this like safe space, but with, I'm not like best friends with them, you know, right, it's right, like, right, right. it's just, yeah, it to, sucks. Yeah. It's shitty news. Like I'll have to tell the right. whole office that where I got the blood drawn and my psychiatrist, like a lot of people knew and like medical professionals and mm -hmm. kind of like dreading having to, to go through all that, bringing it all up with them. But yeah, I just, I really hope that hearing, hearing this, you know, whether you've gone through it or not is helpful for, for you in some way. Yeah. I think it will be for sure. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys for listening and always being so, so kind. I mean, I said it before, but even before you guys knew what had happened, which I think a lot of you kind of could tell. Uh, I saw a lot of comments from other women that just uh, could, I mean, they could tell. Mm -hmm. They knew what it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so, so common. Like everyone, if they haven't been through it, at least knows like one person who has. Absolutely. And can understand the pain. So yeah, kind of just rambling at this point, but seriously, thank you guys. You're wonderful. I'm beyond grateful for this show for my audience for all the supporters that have been following you know josh and i for so long like back to our college days like making little vlogs and <laughs> my makeup videos and it's just like I, I felt like i wanted to share this with you guys because you're a huge part of my life mm -hmm. um as weird as that sounds mm -hmm. um so yeah so yeah that's kind of it but thank you for listening thanks for opening up dude love you this really helped i love you guys too love you kendall you're gonna be a wonderful mom i'm so excited i love you i can't you're gonna be to, a wonderful aunt to be auntie yes you will <laughs> so cute a little tiny josh and kendall running around one day there will be i know i'll hire a baby <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's gonna be it for us today guys yes, that will be um, it next week we're actually gonna do something fun we both we like all need a little fun fun <laughs> right before the holidays uh yeah, you know, family time can be stressful. <laughs> oh, 
no. I'm not saying for our family. I'm just saying, yeah. like, oh, I feel well, like we all need some laughs going into Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving can yeah. be a very stressful I agree. holiday. Yeah. So I fucking agree. We're going to have that. some fun. Um, we'll play a game. Yes. We'll do some Reddit shit. Mm-hmm. Goof around. Goofs and gaffs. Goofs and gaffs, yep. baby. We're going to do some taste testing of those. What did you buy at the oh, Harry Potter world? Yeah, I did. I bought the, like, Harry Potter jelly beans. Hell but I don't know. Yeah. If you have, like, a fear of jelly beans, basically. I don't know if you're going to yeah, do it. Yeah, but I can do, like, one. Uh, time and then they spit it out <laughs> okay. and it's been like 12 no it's been like 20 years i feel like since i was that all right well we'll have to do some old youtuber bamboozle challenge fuck yeah dude bamboozle <laughs> challenge coming at you next week people yeah. we will see you then it'll be fun and then we will be talking about britney the oh. following week so look forward yeah. to that um again yeah. thank you guys for all your support all your love on our show um yeah. make sure to download us on spotify and itunes yeah. it really makes a difference makes a even difference. if you just watch on youtube it makes a difference to actually download for yes. our numbers and leave us a review if you want on apple Podcasts. we'd really appreciate it yes. reviews do help and give this video a thumbs up you know all the youtube things yeah. subscribe hit the bell did thumbs you know up. the the have you heard all the stuff oh, the about thumb, the thumbs up yeah thumbs up the thumbs up matters i like know big time. thumbs up matters and they're taking away thumbs down not taking away but how yeah. viewers can't tell how many thumbs and down they're getting they explained that the dislikes actually effective performance which has always been something that youtubers say like mm-hmm. all engagement is good en- i've always said it oh, all yeah. engagement is good engagement likes thumbs up thumbs down doesn't matter but apparently it doesn't affect your performance yeah but it it will be less likely to suggest it to the person oh next time yeah because it's it's like an algorithm which is kind of funny because there's been youtubers over the years that'll literally encourage their fans to hit the thumbs down because they're like it doesn't matter so just press whatever press one whatever and one. like apparently it matters which would have been nice information from youtube from the beginning yeah seriously that's like, kind of fucked up though because what if it's just one creator like that you like this creator but you didn't like their content or you yeah didn't like their video so you thumbs it down and then all of a sudden you're just like oh they don't want to see them ever again well i think it's they're kind of like going in the tiktok direction i was about to say that sounds like some like TikTok you can shit. press like not interested or if you don't interact they're less likely to serve i mean that's how you. it is with instagram too the more shit you like like the more of that crap yeah. will pop up. It's yeah. all the same fucking thing at the end of the day. <laughs> it's wild. God, These social algorithms cr- are getting scary. scary. Oh, they're scary. TikTok reads my mind sometimes. I'll be thinking about something and it'll tell me. And I'm like, uh, I've Did you never hear about said the that TikTok loud, lawsuit. So. No. TikTok is ordered to pay out like, oh, I can't remember the number, millions of dollars to everyone that signed up before September of 2021. So just recently. So you would, I think all of you oh, guys. Yeah, I've been money. on there since like before the pandemic. But apparently you can, I don't know how much you'll get. It depends on your state, but you can either, when you get on your account, there'll be a notification that says like, click to whatever, claim your prize, claim your lawsuit. (laughs) But there's also a website. I'll send it to you. And I want to, I want to file for it just to see, like, even if it's like 90 cents, I just want to fucking know what the payout is. is It's like millions of dollars that have to be paid out to people because they were stealing data from people. They were, (laughs) they were like, uh, had horrible privacy settings so, so they're gonna pay like they're trying to like, clean it up their ad. yeah i mean i don't know how much it'll actually be i heard in uh they're like here's a gumball uh, the girl i was watching said like illinois or idaho or something gets like six times the amount oh so it depends shit. on your state wonder what colorado's about to look I know. into that gotta look into it i need to cash the fuck out and if you have a child that has an account you can also do it on theirs and get double damn hey. <laughs> amazing all right guys well thanks so much for hanging out with us we appreciate you and we'll see you on the next sesh but until then keep keep it fresh. fresh